The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 185. Saturday, December 31st, 2011. Hello, Internet! <laughs> this is The Ponch Stevenson Show. PonchStevenson.com. Episode 185. I'm Lloyd Lindsay Young. Now, this is the Punch Stevenson Show, punchstevenson.com, episode 185. I am Rob. You are Greg. Oh, I'm Crazy Eddie. <laughs> Our prices are insane. <laughs> Lloyd Lindsay Young. Ah, all right, episode 185, punchstevenson.com. Yeah. I am Rob. You are Greg. Hola. And... All right. Let's get ready to no, rumble! No, All right. No. <laughs> All right. Well. So what I was going to say was, um, as usual, I to give us the opportunity to play the promo, it's time for a subject involving the dush. Okay, guys, this is really Eliza Dushku, and you're listening to the Ponch Stevenson Show. That's right. Awesome. All right. So here's the thing, right? Can you believe? Can you believe? By the way, that that was the real Eliza Dushku. It was. For it real. Was. Yes. For real, it was. <laughs> would you believe? So, would you believe that both... Paul McCartney. No, it's right. I mean, and Elijah Disku both recorded songs called Freedom. Well, I recorded a song called Freedom. I mean, you know. I made this song called Freedom. You got to play. Everybody's going to get on stage and play a little bit. (laughs) Everybody dance tonight, love. So, um. You know, he did that song for the September 11th thing, you know. Right. So apparently she, I, I remember this on the Dollhouse show, she recorded some song or something on one of the episodes called, I think it was called like Freedom, I don't know. So I say we have a sing-off no. between Maka and the Dush. How do we do that? Well, we'll just play both. Oh, all right. Separately. I thought you meant we were going to impersonate them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Freedom. 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 That's right, love. You've got the right to fight. To live in. Oh, no. Everybody's gonna dance on me. You know, you know, they, they, they actually study me song Freedom in, in music school. Do you know? Did you know that, love? Do, do you realize that? What he really should have been doing with the garbage that he put out in the 90s and, and to this day, he should just be doing what Elton John has done and just write Disney movie songs. That's what he's doing. That's all he's doing. I don't even want him to do that. In classical mu- music. No, right, go to YouTube. The classical. Good to eat. To you.
Freedom! <laughs> All right. All right. So play. Um, I'm typing Liza Dushku and Freedom. Yeah, there you go. He and the Gold. From Dollhouse. I uh, click on that one there, I guess. I've got to find the freedom that's promised me. Freedom from our struggles and our misery. Freedom is all we need to heal the pain of history. Each day when the sun shines upon my eyes, it fills me with love, makes me feel alive. I'm saving it up for a rainy day when there's no light to guide my way. I gotta find the freedom that's promised me. Freedom from our struggles and our misery. Freedom is all we need to heal the pain of history. That was a good song. Eh. It's not, there's no music, it's just a acapella. That was good. Uh, that was pretty good. I like that. Now, is that better or worse than McCartney's, though? Uh, <laughs> different. The thing with the McCartney song is I like it, but it's like a five-year-old wrote it. That's, you know, but I, I still like it anyway, but... Well, according to I him, admit, he wrote it while he was sitting on the plane. I thought you were going to say sitting on the toilet. <laughs> well, that's what Lennon would have said wrote, if he was still alive. I wrote, I wrote the song while I was going to the bathroom in the middle of the night, love. Can you just... I could just imagine John Lennon yourself. <laughs> After hearing that... <laughs> Well, like, with, like, let's say some, like, reporter or somebody, like, sitting next to him, and he's just... I could just remember him, just imagine him be like... You rubbish. Know, he, he, blew, he wrote the bloody rubbish while he's... He wrote the bloody rubbish while he's sitting on the, t on the bow. And, um, <laughs> John. That's what he... The loo. That's what he... Oh, yes. Good. <laughs> he's sitting in the loo. And what, what about me? What about Ringo? Ringo? Ringo. You know what he should have done was, he. You know what, it, what we should have done was we should have wrote the song together, and then we could have had a third verse, where mom, where mother could have come in and sung it. Mother, Yoko. Oh no! That's what he called no. her. No. Ah! No. You know they were joking on. I think it was Opie and Anthony. They were joking about this, but there was, there was um, there was a concert movie. I think it's it's the Rolling Stones. Yeah. I think it's, ladies and gentlemen, the Rolling Stones. It's a concert movie. I forget who did it, but it's from the early 70s or something like that. And it's a great, I mean, it's an incredible concert because it's it's it was a concert where, hell, a lot of the guys, people in it were, are dead or died, oh. didn't make it through the 70s, you know. Yeah. But, and... Like nowadays, like from like the 80s, like when, when they started with like the Live Aid stuff, even before then with the Rockestro with McCartney. <laughs> oh, that's right. You never had these like giant, you know, well, I guess the, maybe the, for the concert for Bangladesh kind of stuff, but they never had those like giant concerts where all these huge acts would play at the same time. Like these tribute concerts and these charity concerts that they have now. But now all these guys are old, you know, they're, they're, when they're doing it now. But back then, this was like this one concert where all these huge people were in it. And like, look it up. I mean, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones, John Lennon was in it. Um, I think maybe the Who. Who? Ben Who? What is it? Ladies? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Rolling Stones. I yeah, think that's it, it. That may that may be the new one. Uh, I don't know if this is it. All right, so that's obviously not it. There's a concert, just put like concert, Rolling Stones, John Lennon. Rock and Roll Circus? Yes, that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on DVD. Okay, I know. Yeah, I've seen parts of that. This, so this Rock and Roll yeah, well, There was a, a bit, John Lennon performed in a band called Dirty Mac. And it was John Lennon, Eric Clapton, Keith really? Richards, and... Uh, Jagger? I, I think Ginger Baker on drums. Really? And they played Your Blues by the Beatles. No, but 
Yeah, and, and Jethro Tull played while they had Tommy Iommi from Black Sabbath. He was with them for a couple of months. Wait, wait, wait but what, that's year what, is, what year is this? Um, 68? Yeah. All right. Yeah, 1968. This is the last public performance. It's incredible. The last public performance of Brian Jones with the Rolling Stones. And the, th the reason this came up was they had Tommy Iommi on Opie and Anthony. They were interviewing him. He came who, out with a book. Who is The guitarist from Black Sabbath. Oh. So they, then they were talking about that show and about how, you know, they were like at one point, you know, they're all up there. You know, Jagger was there. Like I said, Jethro Tull. Pete Townsend, I think. I think he was there. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Who, yeah. The Who played. Yeah. Um, you know, the Dirty Mac, as you said. Right. Uh, Rolling Stones. Wait, she had the... No, no, keep talking. I just wanted to see. The remastered DVD also includes a special four-camera view of Dirty Mac's performance of the Beatles' Your Blues, showing Yoko Ono kneeling on the floor yes. in front of the musicians covered in a black sheet. <laughs> so what they were joking about was, <laughs> the guy Tommy said, you know, I'm maybe in the one of the encores or something. He's like, you know... We're all, you know, they were all out there playing. Yeah. And they're playing... I forget what they were playing. Um, uh, I, I don't remember. They may have been playing like a, like an old blues song or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, maybe they were playing like an old Chuck Berry song or something. So they're all playing. You have these incredible you musicians all on stage at the same time. And he, they're like... You know, they were joking about it. And this is in DVD. All of a sudden, in the middle of it, you know, when, you know, they're taking turns jamming and all that. All of a sudden, she gets on the microphone and starts her freaking cacking. Her cackling. So they were joking with Tommy and Naomi, and they're like, "That's worse than the hobo." Exactly, and and they're they're joking about it, and they're like, "Well, you know, well, what do you say?" And he's that's what he's like. I mean, you know, uh, you know, what do you say? I mean, you know, it's <laughs> you know, it's John Lennon. You know, know. Yeah, it's like, but listen, it's like, what are you gonna say? Shut the hell up! Get off the scene! What, what is like, she doing on the stage? <laughs> Wait, we need to do it again. This time without the idiotic oh, screaming. God. Oh. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I, think about it. If Lennon hadn't been killed, right? Yeah. You go through the 80s. <laughs> I mean, when he was not coming, when he was doing the comeback, right? Like, he didn't play concerts. I guess not. I don't he know. I guess he would have. What <laughs> Eventually. The hell, what the hell is he going to do with her? You know, I mean, like, the sun was coming up. You know, Julian yeah. was yeah, yeah, making yeah. some albums. But it's like... What are you going to do with her? I don't know. Awful. All right. It is awful. <laughs> well, I thought of a very good idea. Oh, boy. So let's say, what's your favorite football team? NFL, American football. What's your favorite team? The uh, New York football giants, usually. All right. When so they aren't choking. So the New York Giants. Now let's say they play a team that you hate. Dallas Cowboys. Okay, so let's say the New York Giants versus the Dallas Cowboys. And this is a very pivotal game. The Giants need to win this game to make it to the playoffs. To go to the Super Bowl. Fourth quarter, a minute left. The Giants are down by a touchdown. The Cowboys have the ball. Obviously, the Giants are going to lose. Yes. You're, you're, you're infuriated. There's something that you could do to solve this. I'm a genius. You call up the stadium and you make a bomb scare. They have to end the game and redo the whole game over some other time. They wouldn't redo the whole game. You, all right, so the third quarter, you call in a bomb scare. The game is, is canceled. It's null. <laughs> it's void. This is brilliant. 
Anytime your favorite sports team is losing, call in a bomb scare. Have them evacuate. The game doesn't count. I suppose. I've solved this problem. Isn't it, it happen in, in the Van Damme movie, Sudden Death? Yes. I have to, the hockey game is going on. I must stop the, uh, the, the puck from going into the net. Uh, sudden Death. Uh. Wait, you saw that? Of course. I love I that movie. I thought I was the only one. It was a good movie. I thought I was the only one who ever heard it's of it. Fr the French firefighter. <laughs> yeah. Playing hockey. In Pittsburgh. <laughs> Well, he wasn't playing hockey. Oh, no, he did! He, he was the did? goalie! Yes! God, goalie. Wait, so maybe that's where I got the idea from subconsciously. Well, in that game, the game had to keep going. Didn't have to end. If it ended, he everyone would have died. <laughs> Even with the... Oh, oh, oh all right. That I was the thing. It was sudden death. It kept, the game kept going. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, all right, so anyway... Um, that was... Yes, we did. <clears throat> My other genius idea. I came up with you here at the Pawn Stevenson show. You get two genius ideas in one episode. Oh boy! <clears throat> I have figured out how to eliminate most crime. <laughs> oh God! So you know how if somebody steals something at a store or kills somebody or or whatever. They get arrested, they go to court, they go to jail, right? For, for like a certain amount of time. You steal something from a store, you go to jail for a month. You kill someone, you go to jail for 10 years. I have... 10 years? That's it? Well, I don't know. Well, O.J. Simpson. Go to jail at all. Exactly. So I had figured out the perfect crime system. Instead of saying, you're not allowed to commit any crimes, and if you do, you go to court and you get punished. That doesn't work. People commit crimes all the time. Yeah. What you have to do... What you gotta do... What you gotta do... Is... Allow crime. Okay. But hear me out. You say, alright, something small, like stealing a piece of candy from a store... <laughs> You are, every single person in the United States is allowed to steal a piece of candy from a store once a year. And you don't get in trouble, you don't go to jail, nothing. You're allowed once a year to steal a piece of candy from a store. Like, okay. like something little like that. Or you're allowed, everyone in the, in the United States is allowed once every two years to steal an article of clothing from a store. Wait a minute, why do you have to steal it then? Why wouldn't you, wouldn't you just be getting it? It's not yeah. stealing it. I, but just listen. God, listen. And then once, so, 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 you know, like, so something little you're allowed once a year, something a little bit bigger once every two years. Ugh. Once every 20 years, you're allowed to steal a car and not get in trouble. And then once in your whole lifetime, you're allowed to murder somebody. <laughs> and now, look, people listening are probably thinking, Rob is completely out of his mind. What is he talking about? Here's the thing. This is genius because let's say if this goes into effect... I'm walking down the street, someone bumps into me, I get so angry, I want to murder this person. And I get right up in the guy's face, I'm like, I'm going to murder you, and then, and, then I, and then I think about it for a second, and I say, wait a minute. Some, some, you know, maybe tomorrow, maybe a year from now, maybe 50 years from now. I want to murder someone else. Someone better is going to come along that I'm going to murder, so I'm going to okay. save it. I'm going to save my murder uh. for later. And then, you know, like... Two years later, someone, you know... What do you do with a serial killer? Just listen. Two years later, someone crashes into my car. I'm like, that's it. I'm going to murder you. <laughs> you ran through the red light. You crashed in my car. I'm going to murder you. And then I say, uh, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. Someone better might come along to murder. I'm going to oh, save this is it. ridiculous. And so every single sane, logical person in the United States would just continually save the murder. <sighs> And, and, and ultimately end up never murdering anyone because they like keep saving it. Now, the, like you said, a serial killer, 
Those people are just insane already. They're going to kill people regardless. So, in, 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 according to my new rules, once in a lifetime you get to murder somebody. If you murder more than one person, or, for example, like with the very small fit, like stealing one piece of candy every year, you're allowed one. If, if the cops find out you stole a piece of candy and then two months later you stole another piece of candy, jail for the rest of your life. <laughs> If you murder two people, two jail for the rest, two strikes in your ass. <laughs> that would eliminate all crime. I'm telling you. What happens unless, if... Unless if you're obviously psychotic and you just yeah. can't help yourself, then you spend the, your whole life in jail. I'm telling you. This is brilliant. I'm not even joking. Around. This is actually brilliant. I've cracked the code. I think it's I've, I've, totally I've insane. I think it's totally insane. <laughs> but by allowing one murder, only one murder per lifetime, nobody yeah, but, would end up murdering anybody. Then, and oh, and here's the other. Here's the what other. Do you mean nobody would on. end up murdering. Murder somebody eventually. Hold on. No, because you keep saving it up and saving it up ah. until you're like 80 years old, and then you're finally ready to cash in, and you're too weak and old to do it. But but here's here's the flip side of it. Not only would it you know people would keep saving up their crimes and then ultimately never committing them. The flip side is you know if I go out in public, I'm going to you know if I'm if I'm in 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 a store, I'm going to be ultra super careful to be very polite and very courteous and not bump into anyone. I'm not going to cut in line cuz I don't want anyone to murder me. Well, so, so not only will people keep never cashing in their, their crimes, the flip side is people will be on their best behavior. Uh, because they don't want the crimes committed to them. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is like... I'm, I, I need to... When does this start? I think I want to cash mine in. I need to, I need to start my own country to, to, to do this. Like, to... to to put this in effect and, and see the long-term effects. I'm telling you. The social experiment. All right, if you're listening, go to PaunchStevenson.com, episode 185, and leave a comment uh, whether or not this is a brilliant idea. It's not. If it's not, tell me, and tell me why it's not. And if know. you think it is, then tell me why, you know, say, yeah, this is a brilliant idea. Oh, God. All right, but let's move on. This is All insane. Right. All right. You know. And now we have to talk about some more insane people. <laughs> insane celebrities. I got like three of them. <laughs> all right. First of all, it's Tom Cruise. <laughs> help me help you. So Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise has... Tom Cruise has this new... Mission Impossible movie, right? Yes. This came out with Simon Pegg. Mission he, Impossible for, there's there's been he's been on four impossible missions. Yes. So Tom Cruise has new Mission Impossible. So he goes to India a few weeks ago to promote Hello. it. Hello. So apparently nobody in India has ever heard of Tom Cruise or Mission Impossible. Wait, he goes to India in the movie? No, in, in real life. He goes to India. Why? To promote the movie. Why is he promoting it in India? There's a billion people in India. Uh, yeah, but they, they're all broke. They're all living in Not caves and stuff. All right. So he goes there, right? So there's a big hullabaloo because nobody's ever heard of him there. So he high, he gets his agent or somebody to hire people. All these like Indian, random Indian people at the airport, everywhere he goes. So he's mobbed by people. Uh... And, you know, he can do, do that thing where he goes around like... Smiling like a psychopath and laughing. And... <laughs> yes. Help me help you. What are you? No, no. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Please come. Oh, we, love, we love Tom Cruise. I pray to Vishnu. Tom Cruise. Who the hell is Tom Cruise? I, I pray to Vishnu, to so, Tom Cruise. Yeah, so that was Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. Yes. 
Now, the second insane pe- person is Tom Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks has his Twitter account. Okay. And Should I go to it? Uh, I, I, no, I think right, he took the pictures down. No, apparently, he hurt his thumb or something like a while ago. He keeps tweeting pictures of his thumb. Why? I don't know. Wait. So he should change his name to Tom Thumb instead of Tom Hanks. What? Never mind. It was that a makes li- no it sense. was a literary reference. It was highbrow. A highbrow literary reference. No, I want to do Twitter. Don't worry about it. Caught yeah, click thumb. on that, right? This or the Yeah, all right. Yeah, click on that. Caught his thumb closing a door. There we go. Oh, on a gate. Oh, okay. This is what Twitter is made for. He and by the way, he ends every tweet with Hanks H A N X. All right, there it is. What is this? Scroll down. It's his thumb. Yeah, but what? 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 What, what website? That's his his website. This is his website. So there he is with his thumb oh, is God. black and blue. Who cares? Well, the problem is he keeps posting. Look at this. Uh, Look at all these other pictures of his beaten up thumbs. 299. People leave comments about Tom Hanks' thumb, yes. but they don't leave comments on PornStevenson.com. No. Well, that's what we got to post pictures of our, of our injuries <laughs> and how they heal. Oh. Wow. Well, you know, the douche was doing the same thing. She broke her finger playing football and kept tweeting pictures of her swollen black and blue, you know, mangled finger. By the way, if you're listening, and I know you are, go to twitter.com slash Paunch Stevenson, all one word. Paunch Stevenson. We have a Twitter account? We are are at Paunch Stevenson. We don't have a Facebook account. I'm gonna have to do it. Uh, I'll do the Twitter. I'm I'm doing the Twitter. You do the Facebook fan page or whatever they didn't call we, it. Didn't now. we have one? Oh, I st- okay. I had started it. I had started the Facebook page as Paunch, first name Paunch, last name Stevenson. No yeah. one, none of our friends knew who I was, <laughs> so I just changed it to me, Rob. All right. Anyway, Twitter.com/slash yeah, Paunch. So that's Stevenson. the second one. <laughs> the trifecta is, I'm sure you said, this Alec Baldwin. No. He, got thro- he got thrown off the American Airlines flight because he wouldn't stop playing some game on his iPad. And then start, and then screams that he's screaming at the captain, he's screaming at the flight attendants, he's <laughs> screaming at everybody. And then he jokes about it on, on uh, Saturday Night Live. He did? Yeah, he, he on Saturday Night Live, the weekend update, he he pretended he was the captain of the shit of the plane. Oh, he he had a cameo. Yeah, and the, the guy <laughs> Seth Mars is like, he's like Alec, is this a good idea? And he's like, don't don't worry about it. I'm Alec Baldwin. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was good. Hey, uh, my name is I'm the captain of the American <laughs> Airlines plane without ball. Because I guess this captain did an interview or something. Yeah. He must have been a southerner. And so here he is making fun of him. I would too. Look, here's the thing. You get on the airplane. You and have like, to shut the stuff off. You don't. It's going to crash. It's fake. The real reason, you know what the real reason is why they want you to turn off the gadgets? It has nothing to do with interfering with the stupid speedometer or whatever. <laughs> it's because they, uh, you know, the, the, the airline company yeah. wants every passenger to pay attention to the stewardess, you know, like, here's how to buckle your seatbelt safety lesson. Because if someone's, like, playing with their gadget, not paying attention, and they crash or they get During injured, the flight... So then he slams the, the bathroom door, and the, the pilot came out and said, was like, I heard you slamming that door from inside the cockpit. What you gotta do. What you gotta do. You <clears throat> eat my energy bar. So everybody, of course, is making fun of him and making, you know, like the stupid voicemail he left for the daughter. Uh-huh. You can't throw me off this plane. You're a pig. I'm, I'm Alec Baldwin, and you're a dirty pig. You're a rotten, dirty pig. You're a rotten, dirty pig. <laughs> Alec Baldwin. 
So two Toms and an Alec. Yeah. They're all insane. <laughs> They're three Stooges. And speaking of three Stooges, I have to show you the trailer for this new Three Stooges. But it is this thing is still yes, going. Yes, they're then? making it. This this no, wait, French wait, 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 wait. or whatever. Hold, the, hold on. How long? We've talked about this for like four years. How long does it take to make a Three Stooges movie? It's coming out. And There's no special effect. There's no here's CGI. The is there? Here's the thing. <laughs> It's three. It's not like an old time three. It's like I don't even know if they're Molary and Curly. What? They're three, but it's they look like them. But they're the three Stooges, like in today's world. All right, what's just right. Lo watch the trailer? It is. Give me the website. It is horrible. Actually, the last part of it is actually funny. But YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Put three Stooges trailer. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's the Farrelly Brothers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. Will Sasso and the guy from Will and Grace. Will Sasso makes sense. Not really. What is this? Oh, just get rid of it. How? Click on the X. Oh. It was a blessed day <laughs> when through oh, no. these hallowed gates a stranger rode and delivered unto them. Hey, Mo. Who is that? Oh, I Part was him. No, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Poking stupid Snooky in the eyes. It pains me to admit this, but that actually looked kind of funny. No. Who plays uh, Mo? I don't know who that was. The voice was good. I have to say, I did not recognize the guy from the the homosexual guy from Will and Grit. Well, actually, Sean Hayes. Or they're both homosexual. Yeah, Sean Hayes from uh, Will and Grace. From Will and Grace as Larry, he actually did a good job. I thought. Well, the thing is, I mean, though, look, but, Will Will Sasso just looks like Curly anyway. But, but the, the thing is, they're 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 imitating the voices of them, right? And they're doing their like trademark stuff. But does that? I mean, is that really trance? Is anybody really laughing at that anymore? <laughs> I am. It was kind of funny. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go see. That. Oh God. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Just that just looks wait, awful. Wait, I have to see who's playing Mo. Come on, oh, that was pretty, trying, huh? that was pretty funny. Uh, three Stooges movie. Yes. All right. <clears throat> Chris Diam Diamanta Pope I don't know Diamantopolis Chris Diamantopolis Who is that? I don't know Weird Jane Lynch Oh Larry David What? Wait, look, this guy I'm in this movie What? What Larry? Oh, Am I playing he... Curly? What? It's married to Becky wait, Newton. Wait, he, this guy Chris Diamantopoulos or whatever his name is, played Robin Williams in a 
The unauthorized story of Mort and Mindy. No. Why would there be an unauthorized story of Mork and Mindy? I don't know. That's terrible. I'm Mork for Mork. No, 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 no. Who else is in this? Larry D. Oh, the nun. When the, you see where they dropped the babies off, and there was a like a really ugly looking guy dressed in the nuns. That was Larry David. That was. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Jane Lynch. Um, I don't know. This is. <laughs> yeah the the cast of the Jersey Shore. Oh, unfortunately, God. Hopefully they get blown up or something. Why would the Farrelly brothers do this? Uh, what else are they doing? The budget was only thirty million. What do you mean only? <laughs> you mean they can't make back thirty million in this day and age with ten dollar uh, uh, movie no, 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 tickets? No, but I'm saying, why did it cost thirty million dollars to make a movie of the Three Stooges? It's a, a comic stunts. Eh. Oh, Wait, boy. Andy Samberg? Oh no. Well, remember, Johnny, there was nine million people who were supposed to be in it, and then Warren and Andy Samberg was being considered for the role of Larry Fine. <laughs> Who's Shane Jacobs? I don't know. I mean, I'm happy for Will Sasso. I like him, but yeah. I mean, come on. I don't know who that is. Well, I'm gonna see it. <laughs> it looks very silly. Look, I I was anticipating something absolutely horrendous, and this looked. Not horrendous. This look, honestly, this looked like the remakes from the mid and early nineties of oh, yeah, old Beverly stuff. Hillbillies, Beverly Hillbillies, Adam's Family. Adam, no, Adam's Family was actually good. Mm. Beverly Hillbillies, uh, Richie Rich, no. uh, the Flintstones. Uh, uh, God, the Flintstones. Uh, what else? Hey, Bonnie. Yeah, but that Okay, Fred, okay. Uh, the Flintstones, uh, I mean, the Yogi Bear that they just oh, did. Yeah. I mean, oh, God, it just looks bad. Hey, boo -boo. Yeah, there was a time in the 1990s where it was like every other movie coming out was a remake of an old. Dennis the Menace? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the memory. Oh, by the way, the. Uh, also, several years ago, there was that Bewitched movie. Oh, God, Will Ferrell. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, they, like, remade everything back then. Well, you know what else they're coming out with? I don't know if it's 2012 or 2013, but it's in the works. Another Dumb and Dumber? No. <laughs> I hope not. I think they are. Gilligan's Island, what? the movie. Ah, oh, God. What do you think? No. No. Well, the Brady Bunch movie was funny. I like that. But... <laughs> Starring Jim Carrey as oh, Gilligan. Oh, come on. And it You're takes lying, and it takes way. place on a space station. Of course. Why? Why did I even bother? Why? Why did I even attempt <laughs> to believe anything you said? Come on. And uh, Gary Cole is the professor. Um, who, who could be Mr. No. Howell? Mm. Who? Mr. Howell. Oh. I don't know. Donald Trump? Uh, Mr. Howell. You're fired. Mr. It could be Donald Gilligan, Trump. you're fired. Who would be the skipper? <laughs> um, Gilligan. Who's an old fat guy? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would say Dom DeLuise, but he's dead. Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm the skipper? What? What? Actually, Larry David could and be Jeff Gilligan. Garland. They should Jeff... do Gilligan's Island. Yes, <laughs> yes. They could do Gilligan's Island, and they could do the Honeymooners. No, actually, that was turned into a. Remember what was it? Our first episode. Black Honeymooners. <laughs> they should yes, anyway. do Gilligan's Island. Here, here, the professor would be uh, um, uh, uh, Funk Hals or whatever his name, Bob Einstein or whatever. <laughs> Gilligan. Why am I talking like this? I can't figure out how to get us off this island. Larry David would be Gilligan. Jeff Garland would be uh, the, skipper. Uh, the skipper. Cheryl would be 
Ginger. Yes, yes. Susie she, would be. Uh, she would be the, the wife. No, no, no. She'd be the wife of uh, Mr. Howell. Oh yeah, yeah, Mrs. Howell. Uh, and Mr. Howell could be. Um, I don't know. Ted Danson. Yes, <laughs> Ted Danson. <laughs> this will be perfect. Or no, no. Or maybe Ted Danson is a professor, and Bob Einstein Bob. as as Mr. Howell, uh, and then who would be uh, 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 who was the other one? Dawn or no, not Dawn. Uh, J uh, Marianne. Who would be Marianne. Marianne? Well, you have Cheryl and Susie. No, no. Susie would be the the old the the, the rich Mrs. Um, Mrs. Howell. I don't know who could. What other woman is on the show? Julia Lewis Dreyfus? <laughs> no. Dreyfus. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I think that would be that would be funny. Curb your enthusiasm, thus Gilligan's Island. Yes. <laughs> Let's go pitch that to uh, <laughs> to Larry David. To Larry David. Larry David. Does he have Richard a Lewis. Ah, oh, Richard Lewis. Larry, I don't feel like uh, rowing the boat. He's coconuts every day with the coconuts. All right, all right, all right. Uh, what else did you have? I had one more thing. Um, you remember the Unabomber? <laughs> Supposedly, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Suppo who, who used to do him on Saturday Night Live? Was it Will Ferrell? <laughs> I don't remember. Probably. But that was like what, like late nineteen nineties, the Unabomber thing. Yeah, mid nineties. So, supposedly, <clears throat> when he was in college, there was some kind of experiment going on at yeah, the college yeah. where they, like, without him knowing, they just, like, would lock him in a room and torture him and, like, scream at him and make like fun of CIA? him. CIA? Yeah, it was, like, some kind of experiment like that. And then they would let him go. And then, like... <laughs> And then, you know, like a week later, they would put him back in the room, yeah. scream at him, make fun of him, call him names for a few hours and let him go. And then supposedly, like after the a Twilight year, zone. yeah, so then like after a year, he just like, you know, went crazy. I don't believe a word of that, but. All right. Well, that's what I read. Um, uh, oh, so after, you know, I, I, you and I both live in New Jersey, northern New Jersey. I work in Manhattan. And I take the bus back and forth. Now. Now. So the other night, I walked up to Port Authority bus terminal. Got on the New Jersey Transit bus. And we're sitting there in the, in the garage. We're ready to pull out. And the bus driver, you know, they're, 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 there's the bus driver in the bus, obviously. And then there's another New Jersey Transit guy standing next to the bus counting how many people are on it, writing down the times and everything. So we're all on the bus. It's full. We're ready to leave. The bus driver starts yelling, like, it ain't going in reverse. It ain't reversing. Okay. It ain't going in. You know, I was like, this guy looks like he's about 70 years old. It ain't going in reverse. I saw deer. <laughs> I thought I saw deer. So uh, that's going way back. So he keeps screaming, it's not going in reverse. What do we do? It's not going in reverse. So, you know, 10 minutes, he's like trying to figure out what's wrong. This, the bus is broken down. It's not going in reverse. So it's finally, the guy, you know, the, the, the other New Jersey transit guy standing outside next to the bus gets on. He's like, I don't know, let's figure this out. These people have to get home. And he looks down. He's like, oh, you didn't turn the key. The bus isn't on. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, oh gee. Mm. The cotton picking key. <laughs> but I thought I, I saw a deer. <laughs> like, come on. Seriously, this is the person who's, you know, there's like 60 something people's lives. Well, in you this, got home in one piece, didn't you? Like, <laughs> like, 60-something people's lives are in this guy's hands who doesn't even know you have to turn on the bus uh, to drive it. What do you expect? The bus the driver Ralph Cramden's. Norton, pal. Thanks for coming down. Come on, Alice. What's the matter, Ralph? 
Um, and then I have a whatever happened. Did I ever tell? When I was at Rutgers College, you know, they had the buses. You have to take the damn buses all over the damn place. Oh, from, yeah, from one campus to Ridiculous. another. Ridiculous. I have these classes, of course, in the middle of the night. Norton! There was this one bus where the bus driver would, he would drop people off at one point, and then he would stop on this one campus and take a nap. Nah. Wait, with people on it? With me, yeah. I was on the uh, bus. What? Was napping. What? It was ridiculous. <laughs> then there was the other bus drivers where if you got it was too crowded and you were stuck standing in the front, <laughs> they would purposely slam on the brakes so you would like crash uh, into the glass in the windshield. Kill them. Idiots. Looks like rain tonight. It's the honeymooners reference. Uh my last thing. I have a whatever happened uh, to. Do you remember the comedian? It was like very popular in the 1980s. Bob Nelson. Yes, I love Bob Nelson. Whatever happened to him? Vanished. I don't know. I remember I, I would watch Bob Nelson on like HBO or something, and I would come into school and tell everybody, I was like, <laughs> this really good comedian, Bob Nelson. Everybody was like, you just made him up. He doesn't exist. What? Like, what do you mean he doesn't exist? He exists. He's on TV. <laughs> Why would you make that up? I don't know. This says, uh, Bob Nelson was Rodney Dangerfield's opening hey, act. Hey. This is his opening act for eight I years. I tell you, I tell you, Bob Nelson, great guy, he gets no respect, boy. <laughs> um, he did this horrible movie. He did? Oh my god, where he was like this crazy person, and he kept like going, he was like schizophrenic, so he kept going into one of his characters. Oh jeez. One of those kind uh, of movies. I forget what the heck it was called. Oh. It was absolutely terrible. Uh, maybe Brain Donors? <laughs> 1992. Maybe this was it? Wait, he was in Kindergarten Cop? I don't know. Yeah, I think this was it. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, John Turturro. Yeah, and Mel Smith. Yes. <laughs> Who's Mel Smith? Oh, uh, he's a British guy. He's um, a lot of the British comedian, fat guy. Yes. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. So anyway, so Bob Nelson, he would, you know how most stand-up comedians, like, like... We had, like, this whole set that he would, like, climb around the set and pretend he was different people. Yeah, well, I was going to say, someone like, let's say, Richard Lewis comes out, yeah. he tells jokes and stories. Bob Nelson would just... Go from one character to another. <laughs> and he was kind of a prop comic, too. Yeah. Well, he, he did the football characters, yeah, the boxer, yeah, yeah, yeah. the old man. That was his whole routine. Yeah. I guess he couldn't think of any more characters. I don't know. Yeah, a lot of characters. Let me see. Some. Wait, what is this? Bob Nelson was in a comedy group called The Identical Triplets with Eddie Murphy and Rob Bartlett. Ah, from the Armour Show, Rob Bartlett. Uh, uh, Rob Bartlett. Uh, uh, yeah. Rob Bartlett, who did impersonations of Walter Cronkite and uh, <laughs> Richard Nixon. But they all sound exactly the same. Okay. There he is. Yeah, Bob Nelson. What is he, selling condos now? <laughs> I don't know. What the? Wait. What? Let's see. Schedule. What are you going to go see him? <laughs> December 15th, 2011. He is performing at the Open Range Fellowship in Shreveport, oh, Louisiana. What the? Awful. Terry Bradshaw territory. What is that? What do you mean? Hillbillies. Oh, down wow. There. <laughs> Wait, church? The Bob Nelson church? I sincerely believe that God has given me a talent to use oh, for boy. capital H, his glory. This is like Chuck Norris now? Yeah. We all live in a world that is hurting. Although it is not a cure for the world's affliction, my comedy can be good medicine. And Kirk Cameron, what is it with these uh, mid-1980s stars who became, like, these religious fanatics? What was gossip? I don't know. By the good grace of God, I married a Christian woman. Somehow God had allowed 
her to see something deep in my eyes that oh come on what is this? all right anyway I forget it forget I even brought this guy up <laughs> don't no want to know what happened don't know what happened to him don't want to know so what else all right so the last thing I was gonna say was um you know this Call of Duty Modern Warfare three I think that's the new game that just came out a little while ago well, Modern Warfare two part three what. Call of Duty I don't five, know, Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> Part 3. I don't know. So it reached a billion dollars sold in 16 days. Um, you know why over there? A billion dollars. <laughs> Four billion a dollars, Julius? Billion. Four billion? You believe that? Four billion? Billion, billion. Um. Well, fifty more of those, and we could pay off Michael Jackson. <laughs> fifty times. Fifty times. <laughs> All right. So wait. So fifty billion dollars in how many days? Oh look, I'm playing. Look, I'm playing Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Online, and I got the headset. I'm shooting this guy. I wonder what he sounds like. Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care! Oh! No? <laughs> I'm shooting you! I'm shooting no. Oh, you're shooting me! No, that's ignorant. No, I've that's only, not how we would sound. I've only, uh, no. Oh, 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 oh. I, well, you didn't say which Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um... My monkey black thing. Michael Jackson, you know what he should have done was he could have I'm playing Well you know he liked the he liked arcade games. I only I only like the video games. That involve dancing. And children. And children. <laughs> Do you remember? Uh, Michael Bondo. I'm making an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> Alright. All right. No, but I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Do you remember? Like, if you think about it, like, um. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I, I just got a headshot in. In modern warfare, <laughs> I just I just picked up the sniper rifle, and I got right, a, right, I got a, a, a sixteen kill streak. Uh. I I strafed around the the arena. Right, I, I was gonna say I don't even know what I'm talking. He could have like it, it, before he died, with with him sounding like that, they could have remade Bod, and he could have done the voice for like in Bod. <laughs> Bod. That's how they all sounded. <laughs> Bond. Here comes Bond. Here comes Bond. Here comes Bond. Michael right. Jackson. Is that it? I guess. Michael Jackson. Could you imagine Michael Jackson, Dr. Phil, Stan Lee, and Louis Anderson? And and what the heck, Bill Cosby <laughs> playing online, talking to each other with the headsets, Call oh, of Duty, Modern God. Warfare, whatever that is. Well, Sean Connery. Okay. It's, oh, Sean Connery. One million dollars. I'm going to shoot all of you, dirty rats. <laughs> Sean Connery. Oh, did you see Hulk Hogan and uh, is suing his ex-wife? Because ex-wife put in a book... That Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake were gay. <laughs> so what now, you gonna do, brother? So now Brutus the Barber Beefcake and uh, and Hulk Hogan are suing her. Well, he did own a salon, didn't he? No. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. No. Hair salon. No. No. All right. I don't know. Well, it was a, it was a, not it was not a, that there's anything wrong with that. It was a bit. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Jerry, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> what you gonna do, brother? What you gonna do? These rumors, brother. It, it, it's driving me insane. 
These 24-inch pythons are gonna yeah. sue you! <laughs> Brother! Oh, man. Oh, yeah! Oh, he's dead. <clears throat> Did they say anything about him in the book? No. no. Well, he basically... After he dies, <laughs> and Hulk Hogan basically calls him an OCD, hypochondriac, paranoid, schizophrenic psychopath. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! I'm an OCD... Hypochondriac, paranoid, schizophrenic who drinks oh, yeah. cups of coffee. Oh yeah, the macho man is completely insane. Has to be institutionalized. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Macho man turns into the ultimate warrior. Oh, yeah. yeah. Warrior. 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 I think all those guys are out of their minds. Oh, yeah. So much steroids. Jake the Snake and yeah, Nick. Who's what was that guy? Nick uh, Mankind or whatever. <laughs> oh, Mick Foley. All right, Vince McMahon. You're fired. <laughs> I'm more insane than all of you put together. I hate Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone. All right. All right. All right. Merry Christmas. No, that was the last episode. Oh, no, wait a minute. We didn't do our lame idiot of the year. Oh. Who's the lame idiot? I don't know. Kevin we, Federline? No, we didn't. Tiger Woods? No, no, we did him already. Uh, uh, didn't you say it was going to be Charlie Sheen at some point? or? Oh, yeah. Charlie Sheen. Yes. I, I don't know. Come on. All right, he's up there. If it's not him, he's up there. He's definitely up there. I mean, the idiot was getting paid millions an episode and just gave what, up. What about Michael Jackson's doctor? Nah, but that was... I mean, he killed him a couple of years ago. Uh, I don't know. Who else was uh, Who else was an idiot this year? Uh, try to think. Let's, let's go through our episodes here. Oh, come on. Steve Jobs. No. Uh... <laughs> Lame idiot of the year. I, I guess it could be Charlie Sheen. I don't know. Paul McCartney? No. George Lucas? No, he's just oh, by the way, a lame idiot. What is this new Planet of the Apes movie? Another one? I keep seeing commercials every like two minutes for it. It's like the, the rise of the Planet of the Apes. That came out like in the summer. But why do I keep seeing commercials? Oh, it's for the Blu-ray. Yeah, but so so what? It, it's like all computer graphics monkeys running around all over the place. We talked about it already. I know. Uh, Michael Bay? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> now wait. Now, now now we have to clarify. Who's gotten into a lot of trouble this wait, year? Hold on. But we have to clarify. Once someone has made it, uh, has has. One, the Paunch Stevenson show, paunchstevenson.com, lame idiot of the year. Can that person win it again, or is that person exempt from future lame idiots? I mean, they could, but usually they they don't stand out as number one. All right. I was just checking, just clarifying. All right. So who got into, who did something where they got in a lot of trouble this year? Charlie Sheen. Well, there's a Sandusky creep. No. Yeah, yeah, no, that's... No, no. Oh. Should we talk about him? No. Or? No, all right. I guess it could be uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. I don't know. Oh, this guy. Uh, what, what's his Rupert name? Uh, no. Well, yeah, R- Rupert Murdoch. No. He's another nominee. Yeah, but... Um, what the heck was that guy's name? Uh, the stupid scam guy who went to jail... Oh, uh... Where is it on here? Uh, Vince Offer? No. Oh, the other guy, um... Where is it? Oh, Don LaPree. Nah, Don LaPree, no. Sylvester Stallone? Nah. With his pen, his $5,000 no, pens? No. no. I, I think it's... I, I would say I would say it's Charlie Sheen. I would, too. <laughs> I would say it's Charlie Sheen. But here's this idiot. All kinds of drugs and yes. drunk all the time. Yes. Char- Charlie Sheen. I'm... It's tiger blood. It's tiger, tiger blood. Winning. Winning. He's winning. Stupid. Lame idiot of the year. I mean, here he is. He's got this great job. He shows up, tells a few jokes, 
right? Gets paid millions of dollars an episode. He's a hot wife with the two kids. Loses her, you know, gets caught with the prostitute, destroys the hotel room, gets fired, keeps insulting everybody in Hollywood, everybody at CVS, so he can never work at CVS again. Then he comes out with this comedy tour, which was a disaster. They yeah, boot him yeah, off yeah. the stage after a couple of cities. Yes. Then he keeps trying to sell all this garbage, this winning T-shirts, this, this tiger blood nonsense. Tiger. That goes nowhere. He tries to make these all this Twitter stuff. Eventually, no one cares. Keeps making these videos with him and these stupid porn stars who eventually get tired of him. You know, I mean, the the ex, the wife, ex-wife is constantly in rehab or arrested. <laughs> Got arrested the other day for, for as a cocaine dealer or something. This guy is a disaster. All right, so here are the nominees. An utter disaster. Charlie Sheen. Hold on, hold on. We have to do this fair, democratically. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Then he says he's coming out with a Major League Three. They already made that movie. <laughs> what is he? All right. Uh, Charlie Sheen, Rupert Murdoch, Nicolas Cage. For what? Constantly doing idiotic bankrupt. things and getting in bankrupt. trouble. Like beating people up. And well, it was his son. It wasn't him. <laughs> All right. Um, Duke Nukem. <laughs> no? No. Uh, oh, by the way, what, what happened is Miyamoto said... They're saying he's retiring, no, that he's not retiring. He's not. What's, what's going he's, on there? He says that in every interview. Ugh. That's his running gag, that he's retiring. Well, apparently a lot of people talk him seriously, and the <laughs> Nintendo stock, which is already worth 50 cents, went down to like 30 cents. Uh, all right, more nominees. Kim Kardashian. Well, she's a lame idiot and a fraud. Well, a fraud. Uh -oh. She tricks this NBA player into marrying her. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then? Nothing. Then she goes on Barbara Walters and is well, no, angry. Well, no, not nothing. Then they get divorced. Like, yeah. Like a month, literally a, a month later, six weeks yeah, later. Mold. And then she goes on Barbara Walters or something and she's all mad because people are portraying <laughs> her. As, Look, you're only famous because you did a sex tape. Nah. All right, another nominee. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nah. Come on, the whole maid thing. Yeah, I still think Charlie. The child. Yeah, Charlie. The illegitimate Sheen. child. Yeah, I know it was pretty bad, but I am, I am, uh, I, I am raising uh, kindergarten cop. Uh, I don't. Never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you, it's Charlie Sheen. All right. All right. Have a happy New Year. Goodbye. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Come on, we got, we got to go through the whole year here. Gary Busey. Oh. <laughs> uh, Robin Williams. Um, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. That's it. All right. All right, so out of all those people... Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. All right, Happy New Year. Goodbye. Turn this off. I'll try and find a clip of it and play it. No. No? No. People want, people may not. All right, all right. They, need, they need the full, you know, experience of this, this, this boob wrecking, a, you know, a great moment in music history.